some of those chips. <laughs> I want to try them. You had them in the last episode, so it's like, I want to try them. All right, well, welcome to Tall and Short with Tim and Tony. I am Tony. And I'm Tim. How's it going, everybody? Go ahead and eat the chip. Yet. Hmm. Ooh, yummy. It does have that Carolina kick to it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to play it off so bad. My voice broke immediately. It does have that Carolina kick to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Tim, how are the chips? They're actually not bad. Although, granted, yeah, they got a kick. Yeah, the back end burns. Yeah, they're definitely back end. Not as bad as the cap drop shot, man. We don't need to talk about that. That's a between the lines thing. We'll worry about that thing later. Oh. Damn, dude. These these definitely live up to their name. You were, I remember you said, oh, it's not that bad. And then you went crazy on the, went crazy on the Cooper game. I had a couple of hiccups. We don't have to go with, I went crazy. Okay, I'm going to try one more. It doesn't get better. Hmm. <laughs> it's that initial one, and it kind of... I'm the effects me. stack, sir. Uh. <laughs> okay. First try. Yeah, for, totally first I'll... try. Oh, yeah, I'm going to feel that later. So, I know you're... Well, you're struggling now. Yeah, you said we were in for a puppy, so I'm in for a puppy. It's a puppy. It's a, it's a Wisconsin puppy. Didn't we call that a Wisconsin Weimaraner at one point, dear? Yeah. I yeah. say it was a half a mouthful of water, and I just uh, shove it in my mouth for a second. I don't know what the hell this is. Are you from California circa 1949? What's... Yeah, 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 Day. <laughs> oh my God. I already suffer in English enough out of this. Take over the episode, Tony. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, okay, first off, we're on a time limit because uh, Ted sucks. Uh oh. Oh, and he wants to restart. <laughs> Why now, Ted? Why now? Wow. Okay, so we were doing setup for this episode, and I had 85% battery. My computer is decrepitly old, technology-wise, and is usually on life support for, or with its, uh, with its power cord. Someone was an idiot and forgot to grab the power cord on the way here. It happened to the best of us. We were at 85%. We are now at 75%. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and all the saints of heaven. It's in about 10 minutes. Cool. So, we'll go ahead and get started off. We're going to talk about the Wisconsin Beast of Bray Road. Ooh! Alleged, doggy. Yeah, alleged werewolf, enigma. Dogman thought I fit the waifin. <laughs> I need you to stop doing that. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm really not. I'm not trying to. <laughs> Those things actually numb my tongue. Say, I want to suck your blood. I want to suck your blood. You happy now? Well, then, yeah. I get. Okay. So, I will just kick off with the basic description. The Beast of Bray Road is the name given to a wolf-like creature allegedly reported to have been witnessed in or around Elkhorn, the city of Elkhorn in Walworth County, Wisconsin. Creatures been sighted so many times and so far back that it's basically become part of the folklore and the culture in that area. Then Elkhorn, Wisconsin? Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Okay. Ooh, that's down to the southern part. Nice. Yeah, I thought it was, it sounded like a more northern part, but oh. it's, it's southern Wisconsin. The Bray Road part of the name is actually a, is an actual road. It's a rural farm road 
where the creature was first sighted all the way back in 1936. Oof. I can actually picture <clears throat> what Bray Road looks like. It looks like your stereotypical just... Well, paved, you've, you've been to my hometown. Just your stereotypical paved road with a bunch of, like, fence posts along the way. That's a couple all, of old farmhouses kind of tilted off to one side from wind. That's all I'm picturing right now. Yeah. Description of it, it's usually described by witnesses, alleged witnesses between six to seven feet tall. Standard werewolf, humanoid-style body, fur all over. Grayish brown. Grayish brown, little bit of red. Head resembling a wolf or a large dog. Glowing red or orange eyes, which, it, if it's a predator, that tracks with, I believe, orange. Orange or yellow, like yeah. amber, because it... the I can understand why it would do um, red eyes. If you shine your flashlight on something, it's going to have that eye glare. Yeah. Glare, glow. Um, it's been seen moving as both quadruped and bipedal, so. So that would, and I can also see why people are like, oh, it's six and seven feet tall. I mean, I'm a, you try hunching down for a good foot for a minute. Yeah. And pretty much all the reports have resembled a traditional werewolf or a Bigfoot. I know, the Bigfoot kind of throws you off, but... Does Bigfoot have a snout? Say that again? Snout? Alright. Yeah, no, I told you. That's, those things have numbed my damn tongue. I have uh, four of them. God damn. You're an idiot. I'm your idiot, and my fiancée. Y'all stuck yeah, with I me. I don't claim, you know, it, I signed the paperwork. She is all... She she is the sole owner of you now. I'm non-refundable. You and your brain cell. So I tried to do a little bit of digging on the first sighting back in 36. Uh-huh. And I found an article and then Ted. Ted. And then Ted happened. So I'm going to be doing, trying to recover that article while I talk. But the, the overall gist of it was there was a a night guard at a... Old school, an old school house. Uh huh. And there was also because it was a church slash school. Yeah, back and then back and then there was obviously a graveyard nearby, mm. which that's, is creepy. That's something. To, that's something nice to have. Like, see that, kids? See how over that's there? That's where you're gonna end up. Yeah, that's the that's the that's all the kids who died in the coal mine fire a while back. That's Virginia, West Virginia. Steel Mill, I don't know. I, I don't What's know. Wisconsin famous for? I don't, I don't know. The J- Lakers. Wait, that's all. Wisconsin? Cheese. Milwaukee. Bucks. That's a f- football, basketball team. We are sports ball people, as you can tell. This is now a, uh, a sport. This is uh, ESPN uh, 900, because I don't <laughs> know how many they have. Moving along. We report on all the bad stuff. Uh, but yeah, the night guard... Um, was doing his rounds ar- uh, around the property, <coughs> spotted something hunched over a grave that it looked like it was digging, shone his flashlight on, beast looked up, growled at him, took off. Ugh. And he saw it, I believe it was once or twice more, and it never got close to him, but it snarled and growled and like acted like it was going to rush him, but then just backed off and took off. That is terrifying yeah in in my head this thing looks more like the werewolves out of skyrim like those super long arms uh or i'm thinking that or the or van helsing yeah the movie van helsing those are with uh jackman hugh jackman yeah yeah like those are these those are the werewolves that i truly do believe in like absolutely yeah uh so and then it basically went dark for another almost 50 years it went dark for 50 years, so a guy sees it for three times in the 30s, and then just 80s, it pops back up. Yeah, in the 80s, several alleged witnesses reported the beast had made contact with their vehicles, leaving leaving physical evidence, leaving scratch marks along the doors and the trunks of the vehicles. Um, one witness stated she actually hit something while crossing Bray Road on, in her car, uh-huh. like going down Bray Road, and she, Tell me if you can guess the ethnicity of the woman. Got out of her vehicle. Um, Dumb white woman. I was going to say. <laughs> because nobody else would do that. 
so got out of her vehicle to, term, to determine what she had hit. I assume she was thinking, you know, deer. Maybe it was a deer or a dog. You know, something. She hit something. Supposedly, a large wolf-like creature chased her back into her car. I mean... Leaving claw marks on the rear passenger door, so it was trying to get her and almost did get her. That is terrifying. (laughs) You know, Herb, you're bringing up, like, oh, it's a, you know... White woman. It made me think of this um, this dumb little video I came across. Um, it shows what appears to be like this stream coming through. My tongue's back better, by the way. I'm fine now. Oh, thank goodness. <clears throat> I was so worried about you. Yes, I know. Uh, but there's like this, uh, this, I guess, what looks like a starting of a tornado or something inside of a house, like this little water mm-hmm. spout thing coming out the window. And then it cuts to... Uh, Another video of somebody reacting to it, and it's um, it's a large black man, and he's just getting all of his stuff like, nope, hell no, I'm out of here, nope, I'm yep. backing up, I'm black, I'm not doing this, I'm out. Yep. He said, and I just died laughing, because like, there, that's what, yes, he's yeah. going to survive a horror movie because he's not going to... Because he's not stupid. Exactly. So here's an interesting part of The Beast with some of the general history of it. Spotted in the daylight. Right? In the daylight. Sightings have also been reported during daylight hours with several witnesses stating it, the creature was observed as an unusually large wolf-like creature running on all fours through cornfields. Cornfields now. Corn stalks aren't, um, well, at least down in this area, they're not small. They're not short. No, 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 no. Like, like you think children of the corn height, like you can hide. You're people. going to. Now I've been through. I've been through Nebraska. I've been through Nebraska, the husk where they have the reaction of all yeah. the cornfields, and man, those guys, they their corn stalks are massive. No, I don't know about southern Wisconsin. It wouldn't surprise but, me. I mean, depending on how the road is and what angle they were at, they could have seen it from almost a top-down view, like if there was an embankment. It wouldn't surprise me, if I'll be honest, but, just because of... Um, but multiple witnesses, um, one reported seeing the creature was actually in pursuit of a deer. Which, you know, if it's actually hunting and it's an actual animal, yeah, that would track. I mean, this is up just... This is in southern <clears throat> Wisconsin, right up around um, northern northern Illinois. Northern Illinois is actually really good for farming. Cause yeah, I've been it's up that really way. rich... Soil. So it wouldn't surprise me that they would have very good um, corn crop. So, <clears throat> um, There's also been multiple reports of animal mutilations on Bray Road. There's always the animal mutilations. Deer, livestock, par- all partially eaten with specific organs removed. So uh, Chupacabra <laughs> has made a return. Apparently. And there was another witness that reported driving down... Da- so now you're having my tongue problems too. Shut up. How's that feel? <laughs> Multiple reports of witnesses driving down Bray Road observe observing an unusually large wolf-like creature eating animals on the side of the road that had been hit by the cars. You know, deer, skunks, yeah. possums, whatever. And the creature every time reportedly running into the woods as the vehicle approaches. So as soon as the headlights hit, it's off and gone. That... Oh boy, it's it's stories like this that whenever I am traveling at night, I really do um, try to be careful about where I, yeah. I, I maintain my surroundings because yeah. I do I do have a bit of an I have a bit of an imagination. Oh god! Yeah. So, like um, I drive I drive on a, a highway that doesn't have a lot of um light lights um, when I'm going home. At like four in the morning. Yeah. So I have to have my lights on because there's also deer. There's oh, also yeah. deer. Like that's it's not even just the imaginary dangers. There's it's actual the real, real dangers of deer. And the deer are just like they're just chilling on the on the on the grass on the side of the road, just looking around, minding their own damn business. But sometimes I'm just like, is that a, is that a sh- shadow? I, I don't want to. Don't no, want to. That's that's <clears throat> a that's a windigo. Oh god. Oh, that's no. a werewolf. I don't want to deal with that nonsense in my head. And then the last two sightings I could find were actually not on Bray Road, but in February of 2018, 
Um, a witness observed a large hair-covered creature in Spring Prairie, Wisconsin, which is still in Walworth County, so same county. Yeah. And then in July 2020, same thing, a large, hairy, upright, canine-like creature, or canine-featured creature. Canine-featured creature. Yeah. <laughs> Was spotted in Leon's, L-Y-O-N-S. Lyons, Leon's, also in Walworth County. Uh-huh. No scratches, no, you know, nothing other than, I think I saw a fucking werewolf. Yeah. Which is terrifying. So I'm going to do something a little different, just because you mentioned the driving down a, down a lonely road with no lights. I'm going to set the scene for you. Uh-oh. Imagine, well, you've seen the road that led to my old house in my old, in my hometown, right? Yes. Imagine you're driving down that at 3, 4 in the morning on yeah. your way home. All you've got is your headlights and whatever moonlight and starlight you have. And you see this thing pop up. Tim is reaching for his phone. Yeah! <laughs> I want you to describe that, that picture for us, uh, Tim. Well, it looks like a badly decomposed bipedal dog with what appears to be bony-ass limbs, like T-Rex position. And the it eno- and decayed a, enough to where you can see... And a mangled face. Yeah. Or, and, and it's a very blurred photo, too. The arm bones are decayed enough to where, you know, you have the two bones in your... In your arms. Yeah, you can see the radius. You can see through. Yeah, you can see gap. you can see the radius and the ulna easily right there. Like noticeable. Now, that's the least or the lesser of two <clears throat> evils on pictures. The lesser of two evils? When was this photo taken? I couldn't find anything on that. I was gonna do some more digging on that as well, but I think that's I would hope that's Photoshop because that's horrifying. It has to be, or it has to be staged. Yeah, like it's it's a blurry photo. It's always blurry photos, it's blurry video. Blurry. Like, and granted, the there has also been a movie, a full full length feature horror movie made about this in two thousand five. So both of these could have been part of the movie, could have been part of documentaries, which I lean towards. There was also a twenty eighteen documentary film, both called. Uh, the film was called The Beast of Bray Road, Blech. and the documentary was The Bray Road Beast. So I'm looking at photos. I'm looking at some stuff like that one. Ugh, this that is one. the other one. I think this is from the movie. Now, that one's creepy. As... That's the one I was looking at. Yeah, yeah that one. Terrifying. That one is terrifying, because you just... Because that looks like it could fuck you up. Oh, yeah, no, and I think it's even more is, like... If it weren't blurry, if it were a little bit more clean, like legitimately, if that were done with proper like lights and that, you yeah. see that thing just yeah. reach out of the darkness. Yeah. Ugh. And that's where I get the Skyrim werewolf vibes from. Oh, yeah. The gangly limbs. That thing is nightmare-ish. Ugh. Werewolves or anything of that nature, like they are definitely creatures of which I do not want to see myself um, getting involved with. Yeah. Just because they are full-on, you know, creatures of feral power. Yeah. I believe that. So I'm going to quote a little bit from another podcast, because um, they actually had a full episode in 2022, on my birthday, actually, on October 7th. Nice. Um, the podcast is Astonishing Legends. I listened to this episode and a couple of their other ones. And they've got a really well put together show. Yeah, couldn't think of the word. <clears throat> um, so honestly, I mean, I'd, I'd suggest listening to them if you're into. I mean, if you listen to us, first off, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. You you need to raise your standards a little bit. <laughs> but they're they they have a legitimately a good entertaining show, and so I just want to give them kudos and give them recognition where it's due. But they were actually doing a full episode about it, about the Beast of Bray Road. And to set the scene again, simple mile-long stretch of road that connects Highway 11 with, my god damn it, Ted. There's Ted. With County Road North uh, NN, which I think is north by north. 
dotted by old family farms, cornfields, and some dilapidated, you know, beat up Wisconsin woods. Yeah. It's basically an alternate route to uh important buildings, you know, police station, nursing nursing home and a hospital, so it's it's just a shortcut. It's not completely rural like my road to my old house. Dude, I remember that road. Yeah. I I I used to live in Tulsa and I would sometimes go south of Tulsa. Mm. And let me tell you, man, because there's cuz they call it green country out that way for a oh, reason. Yeah. There's a lot of just greenery trees and let me tell you, it just trees Oh yeah, and oh, you, fell up the road. And trees just <clears throat> uh, um, awning over the road. Yeah. You can't see anything past it. Like, anything could be just hopping out. Yeah. You Mostly it was just deer or cattle that got out. And it was a lot of black Angus. So, when you're driving at night, you gotta be really careful when you're dealing with a black Angus. God, yeah. And I found the article about the 36. Sweet. 1936 part. The night watchman's name was Mark Shackleman. Um, the grounds, the old school was the St. Coletta School for Exceptional Children with preserved Indian burial mounds near it. Oh, the na- now I've got and, native. And it was a school things. turned, or monastery turned school. So it wasn't a school turned into a church, it was a church turned into a school. And that's not, it's not too far off. I mean, churches used to be just single room. Yeah. And meeting houses, so it makes sense that they would turn a church. I've had schools. I've had schools that were formerly churches when I was growing up. So, story still tracks with what I said. <clears throat> he was, you know, doing his doing his rounds around the property. Saw something digging. It seemed canine. Flashes light on it. He knew it was way too big to be, you know, a wolf, coyote, large dog, whatever. After a few strained seconds, quote-unquote, after a few strained seconds, the creature looked at Mark. At this point, it is said that the creature unhunched itself and revealed that its hairy body must be at least six feet tall. Jeez. Despite the thick fur and canine face, Mark noted it seemed to have the muscular body of a man. Then it growled. <laughs> Mark then immediately smelled the, the aroma of rotting meat. And as soon as the smell sort of hit him in the face, the creature took off into the woods. So. Saw it again the next night. He didn't investigate the hole the thing was Why digging? Why the fuck would you? Good point! My blue pants are brown at that point. <laughs> yeah. He saw it again the next night. It seemed to growl at him in half-human, half-canine garbled speech. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that that is terrifying. Bared its teeth, but never approached him. And, you know, again, took off in, into the woods. That was it. Never again. Nothing ever happened. I am... I'm just a little cautious on that one. I mean... I'm thinking that he may have saw something, but I think fear took over. Like, fear is an excellent... Yeah, motiva- especially if you know there's burial grounds and... Fear yeah. is an excellent motivator and can also really cause you to have severe... Imaginations and solutions. I was reading. I was listening to something on Netflix, or maybe it was HBO. Anyway, fear can cause hallucinations. Yes. If you are in a life or death situation, you can end up hallucinating to a degree. It's like you're going to make something bigger and scarier than it actually is, because yeah. that's what fear does. And um, I'm. A, and I mean, he may have actually seen. He may have seen a. Uh, he may have seen just a larger coyote or something scavenging dead bodies. Maybe, but and good God, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> Even then, a coyote that that's the, that is that bold. I mean, that's true because I mean, coyotes are cowards. They are unless they're in a pack. They're and tri- even then, they're tricksters. They're they're tricksy. But uh, or it could or help being a person in a damn costume. I mean, yeah, it could. I mean, yeah. There's also that possibility because. Yeah. It, it's not unheard of, but it's also, but it's also just made me go. I'm a little, I'm a little. It's scary, and the, some of the, he's like, oh yeah, I saw it, and it growled at me, and then it ran away. It's like it's a predator. It should have gone after him. So I'm thinking, why is it? In my mind, if I was a predator, I've got a meal right here. 
and then I've got something flashing a light at me that I have no idea if it's a rifle or what, but I've got something shining a light on me that hurts my eyes because it's fucking dark. Fair enough. My first instinct, get away from the light. Mm-hmm. But, um... This makes me think of a video I saw once. It's a blurry-ass image. Somebody uh, who's working for a cemetery is broad daylight. Rolled up, and there's this dark figure um, hunched over a grave, and you can see it, what appears to be digging. Mm-hmm. The thing looks up, and then the video cuts off, but it says that, the, that then the reports say that the thing ran away, and the, there's photos of the dug-up grave. It's just like, what the hell? Shit. I don't know if it could have been, been a person in a costume, because there's a lot of, like, wolf... Bigfoot, gorilla costumes, hairy costumes nowadays that you can buy with ease online. Yeah, you can get a movie-worthy costume. Real Relatively easy. cheap. Yeah, nowadays. But, so, but it's a question of, I don't know what this guy saw, but he... Don't know, don't want to know, honestly. He's got my, I've got, I, got question, I got more questions than I have answers, and that's going to kind of be it on this. So, But that is the first sighting that leads up into many, many sightings, but with that 50-year gap. That's where I'm also curious. Like, why was uh, there this 50-year And there may have been some period. sightings in between then and there, but none of them... I haven't been able to pull any records on them. But infamously, the county humane officer, John Fredrickson, he had a folder just labeled werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with no cards and, you know, reports and sightings of the Beast of Bray Road. Enter... One Linda Godfrey. That name's going to pop up a lot. Linda Godfrey. All right. She was a stout disbeliever, a lot like you. She started doing the research, started recording all these incidences, and ended up being the go-to person for reports and sightings. So much so, basically, her entire authority... Author career, writing go. career, just off the cuff. I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve books between 03 to 2019. Mm-hmm. All of them are about werewolves, American monsters. Her 2003 book, which came recommended from Astonishing Legends podcast, The Beast of Bray Road. Specifically covers it. I'm looking into this. She passed away in uh, 2022. Yeah, she was around up until last year. Well, two years ago. Yeah, not this point. But, yeah. And I actually remember, looking back, I've read two of her books already. Really? Weird Michigan and Weird Wisconsin, and released in 06 and 05, respectively. Interesting. But she ended up being the form. The go-to person on modern-day werewolves. Yeah. And her speciality was, obviously, the Beast of Bray Road. Gotta have at least one. Yeah. And she, Astonishing Legends, actually even interviewed her. Wow! Yeah. They spoke about her research in, into dogmen and American folklore and the connection of everything. And then they started talking about the Beast of Bray Road a little bit. Yeah. Like the Michigan dogman and that sort of stuff? Yeah. And she based, um, Elkhorn, Wisconsin is a town, basically the same size as my town, uh, about 6,500 people, hour drive away from any large city. That's about my hometown size. Yeah. A little, little bigger. She basically described El- Elkhorn as a Christmas card town, like a Hallmark Channel town. <laughs> oh my, I'm actually looking at photos of Elkhorn right now. Mm-hmm. It is. Like it is Hallmarky. Uh I mean this was like a shot of the downtown if you ask me. Oh yeah. That is that is You a, could tell me that was my hometown, I'd almost believe you. That is a Hallmark that is a Hallmark uh town if there ever was one. Here's the here's you know like the deplete the police department and municipal oh, yeah. court. Yeah. yeah. That's easily your classic uh, small town. Seen plenty of these before. Beautiful town. If that ping pops up, it's just Ted being stupid. That's just Ted's heartbeat slowly going down the drain. <laughs> see where we're at now. Oh, 62. 
Yeah, not too bad. I mean, we've served. I mean, you said we had 85, and it took and the 10 minutes in, we were at 75. So it's like, you know, and I was like, ah, eh, we might have enough for this. It'll probably be reaching at least 30s by the time we're done. Yeah. And then the last thing I want to quote from Astonishing Legends, little thing they did about the beast. They have a story from a Reddit user named Not Ken Dorsey. And I'll just read sort of the cliff notes. Um, the gentleman lived in Franklin, Wisconsin from about 97 to 98. They had moved into a brand new subdivision. It was the only house that was built. In the subdivision? In that, it was a brand new subdivision. The only house that had been built in that subdivision at the time? So far, yeah. Okay. The rest of the area, you can picture it. Just a bunch of empty lots with frames of houses going up. Yeah, we have some of that going on right now and, and here, here in the metro. And, and it was adjoining to a bunch of old farmland. Yeah, of course. Backyard, the gentleman's backyard had a running creek. On the other side of the creek was some brush and a single lane road <sighs> with an old wooden streetlight that gave off an orange hue about 30 yards or so away. Oh, man. I'm already visioning that, and mm-hmm. let me tell you. That's creepy, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, my, uh, my... No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> my hot chips I probably won't eat. My, um, my parents' house, outside, there is, outside, and they don't, my parents, they don't live out in the country, they do live on a, they live in a, a road that's a little bit away from town, but they have neighbors right next door and everything, yeah. but there's, um, there's a one light, there's like a couple of light poles out front, mm-hmm. and they're the old wooden poles with yep. the orange lights, so I know that image, it's that type of light that, Something will get it'll it'll cast light on it, and you'll just see a shape. You won't see details. Yeah, it's not like the LED lights that we get nowadays. So, I won't read the whole thing, the whole uh, uh, interview. Yeah, article. Article. Yeah, but basically, uh, they were having a sleepover with a bunch of friends. I assume this was when he was a little bit younger when he. When had you had sleepovers. Had, had, had to be, had to be. Um, lights were all off. We were playing hide-and-seek in the dark. No. First, no. When he went back into the sunroom and saw something crunched, crouched over-illuminated through the brush and the orange streetlight. There, as I was talking about. I'm not sure how to describe its body posture, but you know when you're about to throw up and you hunch over on your knees and palms? It was similar to that. I can actually imagine that look right now. It would, the breaths on the creature were so deep and heavy you could see its chest heaving from the distance. Oh, I'm, I'm I can definitely see that like up yeah. and down, just yeah. And apparently he had a 140 pound Akita, which Akita is the husky breed. They look like a husky. Okay, they're a little smaller. Yeah, but 140 pound Akita that stood six foot on its hind legs, which I had Great Danes and. I think our biggest one probably was touching seven foot on his back hind on his hind legs. Okay, that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. So yeah, they're not small dogs. They're not a, not like a Shiba or anything. Yeah, they're but they're not Great Dane either. But yeah, they're a, they're they're a large breed. They're a large breed. They are classified as a large size dog. That means but he could hound. tell whatever it was dwarfed his Akita. Cool. And he knew it wasn't some type of dog or wolf. Its hind legs were thick and muscular like a man's, but its body tapered at the abdomen and head like a wolf or a canine of some degree. Sheesh. So, second mistake, besides playing hide and seek in the dark, called out to my friend who came over and just said, what the fuck is that? Hey, Ralph, come look at this. Right? I think it's a Bigfoot coming. Oh, it's coming after us. Oh, no, we better run. What the fuck is that to me? Trying to not make much noise. We sat there and was hunched over for a good half hour. The user's dad, who was apparently a hard-ass Vietnam vet, (laughs) came out to see what we were doing up so late. He asked what it was, and he just said, I don't know. (laughs) That's where you get your gun. He then went outside as we stayed inside, and 
Apparently, uh, the dad had one of those old mega lights that had the power of a thousand candles and took it with him. I know the type of light. One of those ones, and it becomes daylight. Yeah, it's what. It's not even like it's your stereotypical like policeman's flashlight from the nineteen seventies. Yeah, it's a it's like a full spotlight on it's the a cop full on, truck. You have to hold the handle on the side and yeah. flash it out. I know those types. Took it with him. He stood in the driveway and shined it onto whatever we were watching. It looked back at us, and I honestly don't remember its eye color. What the user does remember is that when it took off in the brush, it took off upright like a sprinter from an on-all-four stance. Woof. Yeah. User's dad heard it splash through the creek and hightailed it inside. It was one of those fucked-up moments you don't really talk about because people will, will think you're crazy. And when he had heard about the podcast episode from Astonishing Legends, he knew immediately he had seen it. Good lord. So that that thing's terrifying. Yeah. Okay, this is why I don't get involved with like, this is why I don't get involved with werewolves. Again, they are primitive I mean this thing is a werewolf. If they, if this thing is, I mean dogman, whatever. Yeah. I don't get involved with them because they are superior in strength, superior in speed, and highly ferocious aiming mm-hmm. to kill. They are predators of the they're apex predators. Yeah. Pop culture-wise, like I said, it had a full, full-length feature movie about itself. It shouldn't um, be surprising on that one. Yeah. I mean, The Beast of Bray Road, I remember first listening to this story. It was, uh... It was another one of those, um, you know, sci-fi TV shows in search of... I think the first time I'd heard of The Beast of Bray Road was, uh... The Blackman book. North American Guide to Monsters. Oh, I never read that. You have. You know, the black and white. Um, no, I don't have that copy. Patterson Gilman Sasquatch photo on the front. No, I don't have that one. I have A to Z. Okay. But that's the only one. I still don't. I didn't. I didn't get on some of these for a while. Yeah. I was more chupa, anyway. I was Chupacabra related. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think his name is Blackman, but he right. I mean, Side note on this, I love the way he writes, Uh because he also wrote a couple of Star Wars, like, um, the the, uh, encyclopedia sort of books. Yeah. Fantastic writing. So he knows how to, like, supply a lot of information. He knows how to put you into the scene. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. Uh, But Uh, yeah, it was like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s sci-fi, like, you know, in search of, again, I don't know what... Unsolved mysteries. Some of that type of stuff. And... I remember they would always have the, they would always have like the dramatizations with the guy and like the dumb, like the dumb gray brown suits. And then the 2018 documentary film, The Bray Road Beast, then featured on episodes of Lost Tape, Expedition X, which I need to keep catch up on that. Haunted Highway, In Search of Monsters, America's Urban Legends, just all the standard go-to ones. And the last thing, and then we'll sort of just banter a little bit on it. Proposed explanations. Okay. Misidentification. Yeah. Obviously. Proposed creature is a gray wolf, a large dog like a gray Pyrenees, an Akita, a Newfoundland. Oh, man. Newfies are huge. Newfies are big, but they're not stand up on their hind legs legs big i've got a friend who i got a friend who lives up in kansas who owns a couple of newfies yeah and they are big dummies they're 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 adorable dogs yeah they wouldn't run away from (sighs) you they would run towards you (sighs) for hugs and love they're big goofies yeah and then i've had great danes and mastiffs yeah you had bull mastiffs you've had the full ones yeah and i mean our we had a brindle great dane you know, which is that black and brown tiger yeah. stripe pattern. And my dad had him. <clears throat> we just want to see how big he was. And my dad is about 6'3", and I'm 6'3", 6'4". Yeah. That dog towered over my dad enough to wear part of his neck and his full head just over my dad. <laughs> this dog would play with the horses. Yeah. I've seen Great Pyrenees, too. Yeah. The Pyrenees dogs. They well, are... My mom's dog, uh, Stevie's part Pyrenees. I didn't know that. I think he's... I think they did a DNA. Like, he's Pyrenees, Weimaraner. Oh, wait. Yeah, I remember Stevie now. It took me a second. Yeah. yeah. No, he... Steve, Stevie Tyler. 
Yeah. He sings like a lunatic. Yeah, no doubt. He, and yeah, I've seen them. They are big dogs. They are very much like protectors yeah. <clears throat> for sheep and stuff. And then there is backing on the wolf theory because wolves have been spotted in that area yeah. of Wisconsin. Black bears suffering from mange, maybe. I've mangy mangy black bears like mangy bears in general are pretty yeah. d- disturbing looking i mean and then like, hoaxes mass hysteria you know yeah that sort of thing because it's like once you again once fear. someone sees a monster everyone has seen the monster as i mentioned earlier i think fear with the uh, security officer who who said he saw this i think he was just terrified yeah and he saw something <clears throat> that blew up out of proportion yeah it makes me think of it makes me think of um the there is the i briefly talked to, I briefly mentioned earlier the Michigan dog man since we're mm-hmm. up in that area it's a folkloric creature that's said to have been around since 1887 i'm just using the wikipedia article on this yeah, one just I to was, throw it off there I mean, i've got the link to it too it's you know 7 foot tall blue-eyed or amber-eyed wolf-like creature with a fearsome howl mm-hmm. that might sound like a human scream which is terrifying in its own mm-hmm. right but this thing's in Michigan which is next door to Wisconsin yeah Said that, you know, it hops, uh, said that uh, it appears in 10-year cycles and only appears on years that end in seven. So, 1887, 1987, I can continue. 1937 says uh, one of the, so a man who was attacked by five wild dogs and one of those apparently walked on two legs. Oh, that's not terrifying. No, yeah, no, uh, absolutely not. Like, it must have been the leader of the pack. But of course, you know, some people just think it's likely just folklore and that it was created by somebody that it was, you know, yeah, just just done as that as a as a way to have some fun. Which, again, if it was started in 1887, that's easily somebody just back then wanted to pull a prank. Yeah, it would not surprise me. And <laughs> I kind of find it funny. So this was before we actually got the podcast um, up and running. I was still kind of getting used to my current job and at night and everything. And I'm talking to one of my uh, coworkers mm-hmm. and I'm talking to him and I'm saying what we're talking about. And he goes, I got a story for you. I saw, oh, a, Lord. I saw a dog man. I'm like, wait, what? This guy, I'm not going to, na- I'm not going to out. I asked him after he told me the story, I asked him if I could use that. Like if I could talk yeah. to you about it. And he says, yeah, sure. So I, so he, as we were walking, he told me, uh, he was down a little bit south here on like Asher. So down that way on one of the, on the highway stretching. He was sober as hell as the DD driving back. He says he sees these glowing eyes that then are on one side of the road and they just somehow jump over. Like, he then, Apparently the eyes then like raised up as if something was standing and he swears he saw like some furry features like claws and Christ. teeth and I'm like, oh God. And that's here in Oklahoma, rural Oklahoma. See, I don't like what what I really hate about the aspect of dogmen, you know, werewolves, wendigos, big f- Ever since we started the podcast, I you know my Facebook reels and my Instagram stories have been leaning. Yeah, I think towards get, that. Shit. I keep finding myself. I keep finding myself looking, coming across you know creepy videos and disturbing and scary like these things with these really creepy ding ding music yeah. overlaying them. But, and then I'm just looking at them like that is clearly a fake. Like this is some this of is them fake. are fake, but I. Th- and this, I think, will... Some also make me question a little bit. I'm like, huh? And I think it's just because I'm interested in this stuff. And then it always happens because with everything that has happened lately in my side of the family, or with my wife's side of the family, it's been me or her with our kid home alone. Yeah. While the other one's been, you know, doing this or... You know, that. I've been going to work, or she's been dealing with her family, you know, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. I always end up watching this stuff when it's just me and the kid. Yeah. And I'm always like, he's like asleep, so I don't want to disturb the baby, so I'm like, literally, I'm just stuck there. I make certain and that, 
I make certain to be careful about that type of stuff. I usually only try to find those videos when yeah, I am I should just, in, in a lit room with other people nearby. I should start doing that. Yeah. But yeah, they'll, they'll always find me when it's like, you know, oh, motorcycle. Oh, car. Oh, skinwalker. Oh, uh, shit. I did used to, for a brief instance, before I would go to bed when I'm by myself and it's sun coming out because I'm a night person now. Yeah. Just... I'm by myself in bed. Room is dark, and I'm sitting. I'm just like, uh oh, I'm not gonna get some sleep if I watch this. Yep. I have to. I have to not. Yeah, and yeah. And so, then, so I think the and then trying to then trying to not find one that's a damn jump scare. Fuck those God. things. If you make jump scare videos, just know I hate you. With the level of hatred that a car guy hates Teslas, that is a level. <laughs> that is a whole. You're not even a car guy, and you know that level. I've I've dabbled in a little bit of Top Gear. Yeah, but that level of just... Mm, I don't like you. But yeah, I've, but the moral of that story of finding those videos at the worst time... Yeah. I think that is our version of mass hysteria. I would that have can to contribute. agree, because... All the videos, they are always videos and photos. They're always fuzzy. They're always fuzzy. We live in... Or they're clearly edited with video tech, you know, Photoshop, something like that. We live in a 4K, 8K, I think now, uh, society. Like, full-on, we should have crystal clear footage. Because there's videos I've seen where what appears to be this creature called the rake <laughs> terrifying creature it's a pale emaciated looking creature yeah hideous and apparently you know coming out shrieking but if you slow pop if you play the frame by frame you can it's a little fuzzy but you can make out that it's clearly somebody in a costume yeah like one of those dinosaur costumes at those jurassic events that they have for kids yes not even that. Like even like we're talking like, you can buy these. You can buy these costumes in store. Yeah. They are not. They're they're cheap like body suits. Oh okay. Yeah, they come but... across those. And then there's also there's other videos where you clearly see like somebody's eyes uh, glow briefly because yeah. they're in an abandoned house. It's like, yeah, because this is probably somebody who's fallen on hard times and they are just trying to hide. Yeah. Trying to stay and... warm from cold or the elements yeah and i mean the jump scare videos yeah they they get the reaction that they're wanting they get son of a you know but honestly and i know this is sort of veered into the mass hysteria aspect of it yes i have nothing else to talk about with with the beast we're, we're on a good point now but the scariest videos are those people that go and explore like the abandoned houses and mansions uh Oh dear God! I I think that's honestly scarier than the you know the Skinwalker, because the Skinwalkers yeah it's creepy the lore's unsettling oh, yeah. it'll send the spine or a tingle up your spine but the abandoned houses you know that's you know, the house is there it is abandoned and you know people could be doing weird shit in there yeah. And that I think the plausibility of the rea- of that reality is more terrifying than a supernatural force that and that could be edited. Yeah. Cuz there was one this guy was I don't know how people are compelled to do this cuz I don't think I could without a large amount of firearms to protect me. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy is just driving around a, a neighborhood Sort of like the Bray Road scenario. Like, it's yeah. an old road that has a couple of houses. Completely abandoned. And it's like a quarter mile to the house. Like, it's my old driveway. Okay, okay. It's a long drive. Just walks up, gets out of his car in the, on the road. Like, yeah. parks his car on the side of the road, walks the whole way to this house, and just starts exploring. Yeah, no. I can't. And then it's clearly abandoned. There's like a broke down old car from like the 80s. I get been sitting and he's just wandering around and he finds this like this hidden hidden doorway, you know, the, you know, behind the library bookshelf. Yeah. And he opens it and there's a mattress and there's 
a old like a Coleman lantern, and then there's a trap door, you know, a, a basement door thing under it. He opens it. He's like, "Is anyone there?" And he hears shuffling, Ugh. and someone starts chasing. Like someone literally starts chasing him, and they've got a ski mask on, and they got a fucking saw. Yeah, no, you don't go to that shit. Like, and that very well could have been set up. That could have been staged. I've actually come across some videos that, oh god, this can't. Like, oh god, this is way too fucking real. I've got. There'll be a few that I have that I will have in store for another episode to yeah. freak us out. Yeah, I just gotta drive thirty minutes home by myself in the dark. Still, That's why so. I'm not saying any of this because I want to save it for another episode. Yeah. And speaking of another episode. It's kind of funny that we bring up cars. We they were talking about cars for a hot minute. Yeah. Our next episode will be us. Will be involving cars, Tony. Something oh, you will boy. probably enjoy. We are gonna get a little Top Gear Grand Prix with it a little bit. So I think we're gonna okay. have fun with that one. So, I'm gonna keep it vague. I was because... gonna say I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to enjoy this very much. I have. I've actually been doing a little bit of work on this one. I got okay. a lot more work to go, though. Okay. So It'll that... be another one of my 20 pagers, I think. Oh, Jesus. Hey, that's where all the good details is. <laughs> Alrighty, so I will continue on my uh, realty streak and doggo streak, and I'll, because uh, uh, eventually I'd like to culminate my doggos into a large, into one of our big episodes we're eventually going to do that just covers i know where you're going i know where you're going with it and then realty that's that's just sort of fun to throw stuff around here house hunting yeah Yeah. look at this house it's (laughs) haunted by you know the headless horseman oh jesus fuck Uh oh but thank you all everybody for listening to tall and short with tim and tony i'm tim and he's tony i'm i'm tim (laughs) skinwalkers nah none of that yeah. Well, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find us on social medias at Instagram and Facebook at Tall and Short Podcast. We can all, you can also email us at tallandshortpod at gmail.com. Send us some uh, send us you know some uh, comments, life updates. Send know, us pictures of your doggos, <laughs> dogs, cats. I can't but like pets. Not we your like werewolves. Pets. Don't send pictures of your werewolves. Just just your normal dogs. If you have cool werewolf costumes, I would be willing to see that. I do like. Hood costuming. I really do. Not just doggos. <laughs> I've had enough werewolves for but the please evening. also, you know, drop, you know, wherever you listen to this, please, you know, drop a rating, drop a review. It would Comment. Be great. Comments, reviews, anything that'd be really fantastic. Tell We've had friends. our first few comments on YouTube. It's awesome. They're awesome. We're cool now. <laughs> tell your friends, tell your family. We would greatly appreciate it. And I don't think I have much else on this one. My uh, logo I, is by my friend Brittany, by Brittany Miller. Intro music is from TunePocket.com. Uh, I, I have one last thing. Shoot. I have learned from Native lore, Native being you know Native American. Yeah. You don't whistle at night. Yep. So, Fuck, yeah. Fuck, that is terrifying. We'll, <laughs> save that for another episode. We get, that is something that... But yeah, don't whistle at night, folks. Just yeah, don't. Just don't whistle at night ever at all and for any reason. And with that being said, thank you all once again for listening. Hope you all have an amazing day. And I gotta go home now. Oh, great. Uh... Bye.